1: Hello. Yo, it's Sam and Bass.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right.
1: We have plenty to discuss because we haven't talked, I don't think, since Ryan's wedding, right?
0: <clears throat> I don't, don't believe so.
1: One, one thing I have to say about Ryan's wedding is that it was very nice, but because of a quote mistake from the venue, me and two other groomsmen were put in <laughs> like, including <laughs> Sam and Bass, because Sam and Bass were at my table but we were put in the worst area in the whole wedding, like literally the worst table (laughs) all the way in the back.
0: Now, see, I considered first of all, first, I'll say two things. First of all, I consider that the best table because I don't like to socialize. Number two, that's in who said it was a mistake?
1: Well, Ryan said that they told them that they couldn't fit all the tables. And okay. they, he just said, "Okay, just do whatever you have to do." And he said he didn't know which tables they were putting where.
2: In yeah, other words, not, in, in other words, al- one person went, "You know what? The groomsmen aren't all together."
1: Well, that's the thing. See, the thing that was weird is that all the groomsmen were spread out in different tables, so it was just a regular table that we would that I would have been at.
2: Abe, hey, we were five feet away from my car. <laughs>
1: We were right by where they, they had a fire set up because it was cold out. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, Sam, it actually did turn out to be better because we didn't have to sit with all these people that we didn't want to talk to anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, didn't, I honestly didn't think it was that bad. And honestly, you know what? When you have a wedding, that's what happens. People have, some people have to sit somewhere. You're not always going to get the prime
2: table. Not the end of the world, really. I'll to be honest, I was just shocked I even got invited to the wedding, so I didn't really care what table. There I was you at. go. <laughs> there you go. But the fact that it was sitting in back of me, I was like, "Woof, that's rough."
1: <laughs> yeah, like what was I doing at your table base?
0: <laughs> Not just that. I mean, here's the thing. Behind it, me. It, here's the thing. All the groomsmen were at those two tables in the back, so clearly it wasn't intended that you were sitting in the back. Because no. Of why? Why would all the groups be near the back of the? No, no, like, I, under, I
1: understand. It was a mistake. It really was a mistake, and he did feel bad about it because he told me multiple times. But it's just funny that, like, I, I literally couldn't, like, when the father of the bride was talking, I took a picture, and it looked like it looked like I was sitting in the 500 level at the Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> like that's how far back
1: it. looked. I, could, I couldn't see anything.
2: And and you had the obstructed view as if you're on Wrigley Field and you were sitting behind a beam.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there was a huge tree blocking us too. <laughs> yeah.
0: So not um, not only I didn't think it was as bad. I, I, for me, it was that wasn't bad. But everyone was complaining so much that I figured it was a big a big deal. But I mean, I didn't think it was a big. I would have I wouldn't even thought twice about it unless everyone was if everyone wasn't complaining about it the whole night.
1: Well, I wouldn't have minded if I could see anything. But what do you want to see? You I wanna,
0: mean, you wh- want to stare at the bride and groom.
1: No like any anything that was going on because like anything that was going on at the table where Ryan was sitting was blocked by by two trees the main the main area, like the main dance floor area where the d j was was blocked by a tree, and it was blocked by being super far away so it was hard well, here's the thing.
0: Well, I'll say this uh, and maybe Bass could comment on this too, because base also had a wedding. when you have a wedding, people complain about everything. I had a very small wedding in Vegas with thirty-five or forty people, mostly all just family, um, and a few friends who were groomsmen. That was it. And people complained about not—I talk- didn't talk to them enough. They didn't travel. Wasn't good, um, <laughs> you know. After the thing, we should have went here. Um, why did we sit in this part? Why did we sit next to this person? So people are going to complain about everything. See, I enjoyed your wedding, so, Sam, because it was not, it
1: was a good meal at a real like steakhouse.
0: Yeah but, yeah, but you were the best man, and you had a prime seat. I'm just saying. It, it's just people are going to... A lot of people are going to find things to complain about at a wedding. That's just how it is. The only
1: thing, the only, the, thing I, the only thing I complained about about that wedding was that literally at your wedding is when they called us and canceled our show on Howard 101. That's, oh,
0: that's, the, well, that's I mean, the only bad that's thing I remember about not not my, not my fault, but... Yeah. <laughs> at least my. the thing was good.
1: Yeah, everything else yeah, was good. So, everything I mean, else except yeah. that phone call was good. Oh, wait, and then yeah, the... And,
0: and, and then and, the blizzard. And, and, and you were nice enough not to mention it to me. Thank you, that was... I do appreciate that. You didn't bring that up at the wedding.
1: Oh, did I tell you about it, though,
0: After? You told me about it like a couple days after, but you didn't tell me at the wedding because that would have not been fun.
1: Yeah, that was very nice of me thinking thinking about it. Oh
0: yeah, I sort I, I just said it was very nice.
1: Did I tell you base right away or no?
2: Uh, yeah, you told me like instantly. And what did you say? Oh, uh. so you 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 all, I come bearing bad news. I was like. <laughs>
0: It's like you know, it's totally yeah, we all yeah. knew it was going to happen, except for Abe. Abe was like, "Oh no, no, it's fine, it's fine." And we're like, "Abe, it's over." Wait, all.
1: why? Wait, why did you think it was because Tim Sabian was gone?
0: Yeah, because he was gone, and like, just I, I, I remember there were just it was it just didn't feel right. And I remember Bates having a discussion before. I, I and do. Maybe like Ryan, that. but I remember, I I remember I, talking I, to Bates and saying, "And I remember, Abe, you were there too." I remember having a discussion, and we're like, "It's probably going to be I ending mean, soon." You're like, "Oh no, it's going to go on for a long time."
2: No, I knew, I knew once we got back from that Christmas party that he and I went to, I was like, this thing done. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody talked to us. Nobody cared. And it was just like the first year we went, everybody was super nice and they're, they're all really nice. But that last year it was like everybody could care less that we were there. They were all kissing that, that lady's ass. And it was just a, a rough scene.
0: Did yeah. you guys even meet
2: her at that party? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah we met her. I think yeah. we we met her at two parties in a row. I think didn't we? Or just yeah. was it just that one?
2: Well, no, we met her the first time before she, she was she was so when she introduced me. She introduced herself to me as Howard's business partner, and she was really nice. And then the second time she was in charge, and I was like, "Oh, you're not the same person I met that first year."
1: And then that dude. <laughs> and then well, what happened was I got an email from that dude Jeremy who took over for Tim Sabian, and he's the one who said like. Actually, at the wedding, first of all, they paid for our flights to go to the wedding. They paid for our flights to go to the Christmas party. Do you remember base? The
0: party, not the wedding. They
1: didn't pay for your flights to go to the wedding. No, no. At, at <laughs> the, at the, at the, which, which was weird because yeah. every yeah. other every other year, we just paid for our own flights. Yeah. That's so that true. that that should have been a red flag right there, right? Like it was our final, like <laughs> our farewell. Uh, here. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll pay for your. That was nice of them, at least not to uh, yeah. you know to let us go to the Christmas party.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: I think that was the Christmas party where we slept on luggage racks, right, or luggage carts.
2: Yep, that was that was a Christmas party where you and I belted out the lyrics to uh, "Regulate It Ain't Nothing But a G Thing." on luggage carts? Yeah, because, because we, we didn't, didn't we didn't get a hotel room.
1: Yeah, we just thought we 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 so we planned on leaving just right from the party right to the airport. But we ended up being at the airport, like, I don't know, two or three hours before the flight, maybe four hours. So we were I was laying on, like, one of those luggage carts, because it was, like, something I could lay on.
2: It was, it was laying like on the conveyor belt where luggage comes out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then some guy, I, if he listened, I don't even know who that guy was, but if you listen to the podcast, it was some guy that worked for Howard Stern, and he, like, loved us. And he's like, yeah, man, let's go get some food. And he's like, he's like, I know all the hot spots. And we end up going to McDonald's. <laughs> he took us to a McDonald's. He's like, oh, I guess so they're all closed. <laughs> and then he, like, took a bus home or something. And then we were just like, we just had to catch a cab and go to the airport. Yeah. <clears throat> but that was an interesting... Uh, so- but anyways, how do we get on that? Oh, because I, we got the email when during Sam's wedding. But Ryan's wedding was nice. It was I, I'll tell you this. I was on the West Coast. I was in Los Angeles. And and this past weekend I was in New York. And well, in Newark, but I ended up going to New York also for the Misfits concert. And going coast to coast, I I have to say that the best is Chicago. Chicago's better than LA and New York. I, I just yeah. have to say
2: that. It's definitely oh, yeah. better.
1: Like of after course. after being in both cities literally within a week, I really did realize that Chicago is the best city. I mean, besides the shitty I weather.
0: Thought you, I, thought you, I thought you loved LA. I thought you were like a big LA guy.
1: I would like LA if I was making five hundred thousand living there. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? I mean, because I love the weather. But if I if I was making yeah, a lot I mean, of money yeah. in LA, I, I'd love it probably.
2: But Chicago's yeah, where I you mean, I... be broke. But Chicago what? I mean, no. but Chicago's where you could be broke.
1: You could you could do anything you want, in Chicago. Be rich, broke, medium.
0: <laughs> you got them all, babe. You got them all. Here. You can do it all. <laughs> I feel like New I York. Know, I feel like Chicago is price of cost of living is higher in Chicago than L.A. I feel like. No
1: way. Not, it depends on not not you if you want. So? No way. I don't think so. Really? I was looking at prices on stuff. I don't know.
0: I look uh, looking at home prices. It looks a lot. I mean, I would never want to buy a home in L.A., but doesn't look to be as expensive in L.A. and neighborhoods as it is in Chicago. You're probably looking
1: at, like, and Compton York, or
0: something. New York is an old story. Were you looking
1: at New Compton, Sam?
0: Story. Yeah, I was looking at
1: Compton. <laughs> I think you're wrong. You're really... Because everyone I know out there who owns a house, it's at least... I mean, you...
0: How you, much is you, the house now
1: that you've seen in a
2: nice neighborhood? Eight, nine hundred thousand? Listen, oh, in, the, in the beautiful, rising oh. area of Inglewood. That sounds really Wait, good what, Sam? Out there. That's, you know what much a house is in,
0: on the north side of Chicago in most of the nice neighborhoods? Nothing for 800000
1: eight, Oh, okay. I see what you're saying now. Yeah, but you're comparing One it to like... $1 million minimum. Yeah, I know, but you're comparing the best areas in Chicago. I'm just talking about any area in Los Angeles. If you want to live in like Beverly Hills, a house is going to be millions of dollars.
0: Well, I mean, but then if you want to live in... I don't know. If you want to live up on the Gold Coast or on the North Shore, it's going to be five ten million dollars million a house. So I'm just saying, you can't look at like... The south side of Chicago and compare that to like the nice parts of LA.
1: Oh, I'm not. I mean, L- LA's fine. The, the traffic sucked. I didn't like that. I mean, I've been yeah. there a bunch of times. This, is, this was my first time there.
2: I, I've never, I mean, I take a wait, the Waze app everywhere I go. If I'm in a spot that I don't know, and when I got in the car at like four in the afternoon in LA and I typed in the address to where Ryan was, which was 30 miles north of LAX. I looked at my phone and said I'd get there by 6.40, and it was still 4.30 in the car. And I was like, there's no way that's going to take me an hour and a half. Yeah, it's like
1: seven miles, 90 minutes for like seven miles.
2: (laughs) And then it kept updating itself and saying, it's slower, it's slower. And I didn't get to like 7.15. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with these people?
1: But one thing I got to say about L.A., radio is powerful out there because everyone's in their car the whole time. So if you're listening, spread spread this podcast out to L. A. If you if you if you're in Los Angeles, tell all your Los Angeles friends to listen because they need something to listen to.
0: That's <laughs> true. You're, you're right. right. It, looks like, it looks like it looks like rent prices in L. A. Are higher than Chicago.
1: They are. I, I look. I've, I've looked into it. Yeah. Um, and the thing I noticed about New York is that it's a place. It
0: doesn't feel that way because LA, L.A. feels so dumpy. It's just it's surprising.
1: To me. You're paying for that weather.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but I mean, it's like for me, would you really want it to be eighty every single day of the year? I mean, I like, I like having.
1: Kids. I like it. I, I, I'd like San Diego weather a lot. Seventy every day is awesome.
2: You know, I've always said I like the different seasons. I like when it gets snowy and cold, but there's something to shorts and t-shirts all day every year. It's fine by me. Yeah, no, yeah. no I, I, yeah. I mean, I get that. I just unless I you're
1: unless you're a little kid or you've never seen snow in your life, snow is horrible. No no adult should <laughs> I mean, love snow. If you like snow and you're an adult, there's something wrong with you, honestly.
0: Here's the thing. I mean, L.A. is cool stuff to see in L.A., but I mean, I, there's plenty of other cities that I've lived in before I lived in L.A.
2: Well, because of the things that we do for a living, or at least what Abe and I do, L.A. is good like that. So I don't, I'd want to live there. For well, yeah, I, I yeah, believe me,
1: I would clearly. live in L.A. in two seconds. I'm just saying I like Chicago the best, but I would go to L.A. or New York, even though I'd put New York third on that list. New York, New York, it's like a place where you spend a lot of money to pretend that you're poor. Like you can make you can make easily over mm. 100000 $100, dollars, well over hundred thousand dollars, and you're living in a shitty studio where yeah. it's like you're very poor. With, with Like where you're sharing a bathroom on your, like there's one bathroom on the floor and you share yeah, it with but your neighbor? You
0: live in, yeah, but, it, but again, Abe, that's if you want to live in Manhattan. I mean, it's like if you move out, you know, further out, like deep into Brooklyn or the Bronx, I mean, it's not like that. It's, it's
1: different. I will recommend one thing. I went, so I saw the Misfits in Newark. Do not live in Newark. Holy <laughs> yeah, <I> shit. <laughs> what a shithole that place is. Depressed. Like yeah. you're you're lit. You're in, you instantly wake up depressed. Like you the, the minute the minute you step into Newark, you're depressed about everything. Yeah, I mean everything about it is depressing, and it's horrible. Like it's just a horrible
2: city. That's when you go. That's when you say to yourself, "Oh, all those jokes about New Jersey are real." Interesting. <laughs>
1: well, I don't think like Jersey City and all the the New Jersey areas that are closer to Manhattan and the New Jersey areas that are closer to Philadelphia. I think those are fine. But when you're actually in Newark, Newark itself is a piece of shit. I mean, it was horrible. Like like I said, I was depressed the whole time. And then even going into, you know it costs $16 to drive into Manhattan just to cross?
2: Yeah. That's yeah, how much the toll
1: so- is.
0: Yeah. $16 just want- to cross. They-, a- <laughs> they don't want poor folk there.
1: <laughs> it's like they're saying, say the fuck out, right?
0: Pretty much, I mean, it's just the cost of living is so high up in Manhattan. and People make so much money that sixteen dollars is not a lot of money. to most people we we Manhattan. took
1: we took a cab ride from uh, like wherever the comedy cellar area is. I don't know what area that is. Back to Newark, and it was it was either seventy. It was seventy six dollars. I think. Holy shit! And he, he the guy wow. just right when we got in the cab, he added twenty dollars. I'm like, what's that? He's like, oh, because you're going to the airport. I'm like, no, we're not. And then, what, so I thought he was going to take that off, and then he's like, oh, no, no, I just called. To go to Newark, it's an extra $20. And then we looked it up, and it's true. Just to Ooh. take you to Newark, they add an extra 20 on the cab.
0: Like, if a Ooh. cab driver is making $70. Why, 70- why, why, did, why didn't you take an Uber?
1: Because the Uber was like 70 something dollars so we're like, oh, a cab will be cheaper. Because <laughs> the first ca- Uber we took was 50 but we had like three people, so it wasn't that much. But uh-huh. when we came back, it was like 70 something
0: Wow,
1: but I mean, like it's ridiculous, and even even sounds, like sounds like a fun time. <laughs> I mean, first of all, I would never be like I would never be in Newark ever, even though this is the second time I've been there because I've now seen a UFC fight there and a concert. But and, and by the way, that Misfits concert, there was a you know okay, so you know the two S's at the end of the Kiss logo; those two S's by themselves are like a a White Power logo. That SS. Oh yeah. You know? It's like a Nazi sign or what whatever it stands for. There was some yeah. guy there huge and he had that on his chest.
0: Wow, what and, he had a shirt off. He
1: had a shirt off and I saw <laughs> I saw him in the pit and then afterwards uh, afterwards I saw him with another with a huge Nazi uh skinhead guy. They were just standing there in the middle of the- no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm walking with hey man, Ro- I'm going?
1: I'm walking with Roker too. Like <laughs> I was like, I hope that that guy is like a reformed Nazi, but I doubt it.
0: Yeah, like if, uh, he so- if he was, he wouldn't have his shirt off in the pit. Well, well, I'll tell you this:
1: Sam and I used to have a neighbor that had Nazi signs on his neck, and he he wasn't racist though. He said it was because he was in jail. when well,
0: yeah, well, well, we were, we, when we were little kids, we had a neighbor down the block who had like swastikas,
2: like
1: across the alley. He had I, one on like his wait, lip and wait, one yeah. on his neck.
2: Wait, 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 clear that up. No, true, he that. wasn't racist, but he what?
0: Well, no, no. I, look, eight, eight, that was not a good explanation at all. Let me do a better job. When let me we cle- let Sam
1: clean this up.
0: Yeah, let me clean that up. That, percent, <laughs> Sam, and I had a neighbor who was crazy. Who you know, when we were we were when we were young kids, across the alley from us, there was this guy who lived there, he talk like and bears? he talked like this. Just happened to have a bunch. Yeah, he had a, had a bunch of swastikas that on his neck, on, on his face. It was really bizarre, but apparently. He was some reformed Nazi, reformed white supremacist, and he wasn't oh, a white okay. supremacist anymore. I don't know so if he, he was, was
1: reformed. reformed. I heard he got him in jail so he wouldn't get killed. That's the story I heard.
0: Well, I heard you. He uh, maybe I was told that, so I wasn't right by him, but I was told he wasn't a racist anymore. So I mean, again, I was 10. I wasn't asking, like, deep questions about it. I was just scared by the guy. With the <laughs> <top of it. laughs> but I was told he wasn't a racist anymore, and that was part of his past. But he was like a this like poor guy who just couldn't afford to like get tattoos. Removed. That's all I knew about it.
1: But I remember like when he'd go to the school because his, B- B- his, B- B- his
0: kid went. You would have loved You would have
1: loved them. His <laughs> kid. His kid went to the grade school by our house, and he would put band aids on the Nazi signs. Anytime he had like he had to go to court or any kind of event, he just put a band aid oh. on it.
0: That's terrible. <laughs> like oh, right, you I'm, that's, I'm that's pretty, pretty I'm good, sure not cut now.
1: Yeah, he he must be dead because I, I I'm pretty sure he had all kinds of. He had all kinds of issues. I think he had, um, what's the thing that Pam Landerson had? Hepatitis. Yeah, hepatitis B, and then I think he also had cancer. He, he has to be
2: dead, I'm guessing. Uh, he had he a had whole lottery of uh, of good stuff in his life. Dave <laughs> yeah, is <was> doing great. <laughs> 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 yeah. I did learn. Hard. You know, it's I hard d- to put uh, a aid on hepatitis.
1: Yeah. You can't cover up that hepatitis. Even though Pam Landerson said she's been cured of her hepatitis. Did you see that? No. She said, like, oh, I've been cured. I don't know what she's taking or what. So now more guys could bang her again.
0: <laughs> Isn't she dating, um, or she was She was dating um, Julian Assange, wasn't she?
1: Yeah, she was, wasn't she? Maybe she still is. Maybe yeah, he she cured was,
0: like, her. Going, going, she was, like, going to the embassy and bringing a meal. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't know she, I don't know if she's still with him, but.
1: Yeah. Isn't that your boy, Sam, Julian Assange?
0: No, Julian
1: Assange.
0: Yeah, no, he's not my boy at all. <laughs> you haven't read. You haven't read much about Julian Assange lately. You can find. You can see him on Hannity once a week. <laughs> oh, is he, on, is he on Hannity?
1: I don't watch Hannity, sir. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just all. That's uh, not getting to this now, but I mean, be clear. He was like part of like the. He's part of like the Russian uh, tampering with the election. You know, whatever. <laughs> Spe- <laughs> okay, so,
1: so um, the retention department is the greatest, it, according to this podcast and what I've heard. The retention department tip is the greatest tip I've ever given given anyone
2: ever. That's a good one.
1: Everyone loves it. Okay, I have a new tip that'll blow your mind. <laughs> what do you guys think it could be? And it's it, it's just as good I as retention. Have no idea. Just as good as retention. And it only works on, on Southwest.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm questioning sure myself. Go ahead.
1: Okay, so when you're on a Southwest flight, there's always it's almost never sold out. There's always at least some seats left, right? So if you're flying, like let's say Base and I are flying together. We would sit in the aisle in the window and leave the middle. You leave the, You always leave all your bags in the middle, right, hoping no one takes it? But some asshole always wants to sit there for some reason, even though there's more seats. Who's hey, you're taking? So,
0: what well, I, the reason it, the reason that is is that people don't want to go to the back of the plane for when the plane lands, and good. that's the way to get out.
1: Well, good, but but here here's a tip to get them to never sit next to you, and you just do this. <coughs> 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 <coughs>
0: So yeah. you take that's, the, that's not a bad, that's actually not a bad idea. I can so you it. take Which, a huge. I mean, you, you have to do it for twenty minutes.
1: Well, no, no. Well, yeah, but only when when they come close. Because I had four people who walked started walking down, and first of all, you have to take at least two sheets of paper towel and have it complete. Like you know how you would crumple up a paper towel to blow your nose, leave it completely spread out so it just looks huge, and put the whole thing over your face and go. <sharp inhale> can I, Kleene- I use the queen?
0: Can I use the queen X? Do I have to? use...
1: Um, <laughs> I don't think a Kleenex is big enough It looks yeah, so much better around with paper towels in their pockets, Well, you can't you can't put a paper towel in your pocket, Sam?
0: No, you could I, I'm just asking if that's a requirement for that I, that, that was my question <laughs> <laughs> I, I think two, I, I really two, think it makes a big two difference la- two, levels, two layers of paper towel
1: I really think it makes a big difference Because it covers up your it, it looks more disgusting Now, I'm going to be blowing my nose And then base should be coughing and while we're doing that, I swear to you, no one will sit in that seat.
2: That's a good idea.
1: This is the greatest yeah, tip, and, and it only works in Southwest because it's the only you know it's the only airline where they don't make you sit in certain seats. Yeah, but this this it worked beautiful. I mean, it's perfect. No no one wants the next guy blowing his nose, and then the other guy coughing like it's just a cesspool of disgustingness. Now you might have some asshole that'll sit there anyway. But I think you have at least a seventy percent chance of no one sitting next to you on a flight and that's and to have that extra leg room is very important that's true I mean when you have yeah, three
0: uh-huh. not a, bad, not a bad call.
1: when when you have three people in the seats, and if they're all like big enough to like fill out the seat, it's not good like you need one like midget or the, the, someone uh, super the small key
0: to, the key, The key to that though is you have to get a boarding group right you have to get on the plane quick
1: oh, here's another tip, and I shouldn't share this one, but I really uh-huh. did hurt my ankle. So I was limping really bad at the airport and I went up to the desk and I was limping and they gave me pre board. So I got to board the plane early.
0: What did you say? Like I'm crippled or what do you say? Like, no, I was limping. I'm, I'm I, said, hey,
1: I said, Hey, I said, Hey, I twisted my ankle. Can I get preboard? And the guy's like sure.
0: <laughs> that
1: <Wow>. was it. <laughs> so you could do that too, but I would not, I don't think I, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that because it really is for people. but then again another thing you could do is make sure you line up behind all the wheelchairs which is what I did and then here's another tip a third Southwest Airlines tip they won't let you sit in the security in the uh, what's it called the emergency seating if you are pre-board and and, and as we know guys like base and I you always want to sit in the what is it called base it's called the emergency aisle
2: yeah there's aisle and there's like one chair where the foot room is like unlimited it's fantastic
1: but what i noticed about that one base is that the armrest doesn't move up which i don't like
2: oh you're right because that's the uh the tray the tray table
1: yeah so there's like three or four rows where there's extra leg room on a plane and that's for emergency purposes so you always want to sit in those seats anyway that's one of my old school tips
2: but although I did, although I did, uh, when I did sit the emergency aisle, going to Los Angeles, they're like, for those of you that are sitting here in the emergency aisles, just know that you guys are responsible for if anything should happen, and if you want to learn anything more, just read the pamphlet. Yeah, life. right.
1: I would jump right off the plane immediately. <laughs> Any, anything, like, anything happens, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm using the door as a raft. I'm jumping into the water, <laughs> holding onto the door, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna swim on the raft because I'm not a good swimmer anyway.
2: Well, I just sat there going, "You may want to explain a little bit more. Should this place go down in, in flames?" And <laughs> I, I need, I, I'm not, I'm not reading anything. You want to give me a little more direction?
1: Yeah, no one reads it. I need a verbal no. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> you really think I'm? You, if, if the plane is on fire and, and it's submerging in water, you really think I'm going to stand there and let everyone else off the plane first? <laughs> And 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 wouldn't, wouldn't I be blocking anyway? Like, how am I helping anyone if I'm standing there? I know. Like, I'll go. I'll, I'll sit outside on my on that door and lay on the door and let people hold my hands and feet if they want to not drown. Like in Titanic. Yeah, I've not, I, Believe it or not, I've never seen that, but I I think I know what you're talking about. You've never seen Titanic? No, I I, I never. For wow,
2: some, that's crazy.
1: But I know the scene. Like Leo, right? He's in the water and she's like on a door or something.
2: Yeah, there's plenty of room for him, and she lets him die. Yeah, like what? what what's up with that?
1: <laughs> like he's just holding it, right? And then he there's freezes.
2: Mo- he freezes or something. Yeah, there's a moment where he—you he can see that he—he he knows he's about to die. You
1: know, but, someone listening to this right yeah. now,
0: you motherfuckers. Spoiler <laughs> alert, motherfuckers. Uh, there's, there's gotta be. There has to be some kind of like uh, uh, length of time where. <laughs> Spoilers are free I mean Did you ever see Titanic Which came out in what 96 Yeah And it's 20, 20 years later And also you have you're, to know yeah, You also
1: have to know How yeah. Titanic probably ends anyway Just knowing the story
0: Yeah Yeah It is called Titanic so Like I, I know Like I you know how no I,
1: I know exactly how A JFK movie is going to end Right I mean I don't have to <laughs> see it To know how the way it's going to end
2: <laughs> Or a movie called Avalanche yeah, exactly. Right.
1: Oh, but anyway, so I was talking about um, the tips. Now, here's, here's a move I did on the flight back, which I, a guy did sit in the middle seat, unfortunately, um, because I was cocky and I wasn't blowing my nose. I was just happy to be in those seats. So I, this is when I got the uh, pre-board. Now, if you're a pre-boarder, you can't sit in those emergency aisles base. So what I did was I waited I did this thing Where I pretended like My foot was Was shooting this sharp pain Into my leg And I stopped When I was about to get on the plane I let three people Go in front of me
0: So then Stop 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 stop. (laughs) You you did this thing Where you pretended Your foot was shooting A sharp pain Into your leg What is That's like really (laughs) Elaborate Like What what was What was the thing You did
1: Okay so the The pre-boarders Were all in wheelchairs Right and then I was walking behind him. So,
0: so... Did you see, so, see the thing where your foot hurts? Why is this your foot shooting a sharp pain into your leg? Like, how do you illustrate Okay, how so you I'll, I'll, t- I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Right?
1: So I'm walking down, you know, that tunnel to get onto the plane. Uh, now, before, before the, the flight attendants could see me, I stopped in the hallway and I said, Oh! And I start. I'm like, go on, you guys can go ahead, go ahead. And then I let two people. And then they're like, no, 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 no. You take all the time you need. You take all the time you need because they saw me limping. And then I'm like, no, no, go yeah, ahead, you're, go ahead.
0: You're, you are pathetic. And, and then, you are so like, so, <laughs> so like two or three you people. are. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> God. All
1: this well, Sam, stuff. I really was hurt. I know, but, but I want to that sit that in the security was, in the uh, in the emergency.
0: What? I said the elaborate setup. Well, I so I,
1: so then I let two people go, and then right away I was fine. I'm like, oh okay. So, look, like, you sure you're okay? I'm like, yeah. And then I sat in the in the emergency aisle. <laughs> Man, I
2: don't you know. Always, you always have to oversell everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
1: Oh, I didn't, even, I didn't even tell you guys about the biggest embarrassment from the whole trip. So, my my foot really was hurt, right? And so I didn't want to pay to say, my, my flight kept getting delayed and delayed to leave Newark to come back to Chicago. And I had like a long time before, like to wait. So I, I squatted in my room as long as I could. I, first of all, I squatted till, I think they said late check, out was one o'clock. So then I called and they said, you could say till three o'clock. So they let me say till three. Then they said, if you pay $30. What, you could- what, do, you, what
0: do you, what do you, what do you call? any you have like a plan when you call like, oh, uh. I take medication too, it <laughs> in a controlled environment.
1: No, but here a, a good tip because when I went with Roker to Vegas, I learned a good tip. If you say you need a refri- if you say that you need a refrigerator, sometimes they'll charge you. But if you say it's for your insulin, they'll give you a free refrigerator. <laughs> oh my god! So that's a tip too. If you're ever in Vegas, just say, "Oh, I need yeah. a refrigerator for my insulin." Yeah, is insulin. I guess you guys would know. I want—is it always have to be cold?
0: Good God, I, I don't know. I, I don't think insulin. I don't
1: know. Or for my, just see... because they go—is it, is it medical related? I'm like, yeah. And then oh. Rogers like, yeah, insulin. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh okay, yeah. So anyway, so then I called down, and they said I could stay till six o'clock for an extra thirty dollars. So I did that, right? So my love late flight-
0: checkout. That's like your thing, right?
1: I used to squat in rooms in Vegas because, like, whenever your flight leaves, what am I going to do? I'd rather just lay in the bed, right? Like, you know those people that wake up at six in the morning the day they check out of a hotel. Like, okay, let's finish exploring the city. That's not me at all. No, The day I'm leaving a city, I don't want to get out of that bed till I have to. I, are, are, I know you're like that, base, but Sam, are you? No,
0: I, I like to. I actually like to do more stuff because. That's when usually you feel the crunch, like, man, I'm only here for another five hours. I want don't want to do A, B, and C, so I do what I can.
1: See, that's when I, I start using the wash rags, yeah, no wash rags to, like, wipe my mouth. Like, I'll eat a sub, and I'll, I'll like, use the towel, leave, leave the towel on the bed,
0: eat off the towel.
2: <laughs> 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 really getting things done. you done. Really getting things done.
1: Okay, so, so anyways, the lady knocks on the door at, like, 6.01. And I'm like, oh, I'll be out in five minutes, and I didn't even take a shower yet or anything. Okay, so she, I, I, I take a shower, and I, I really was limping really bad.
0: And then Who's she- the lady, like the hotel worker, like yeah, to clean to the room,
1: she she had this like angry look on her face. And I'm like, oh, go uh, oh, come on in. <laughs> like I'm ready to, yeah. but I, I was like grabbing my last few things. Well, you come in if you want. She was like out there like scared to come in, but she had a mean look on well, her face. Yeah. I was thinking about it, too. Maybe they're not allowed to enter the room because, like, maybe, you know, the way things are. So, anyways.
0: You know it's, it's uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, would you want to watch me finish packing a bag while limping? Right. So, anyways, I ended up leaving the room at 645. My flight got delayed to 1140, so I had, like, three, four Fair hours enough. to kill, okay? And the lady was pissed when I left. So, anyway, so I, first <laughs> of all, I go to this shitty restaurant, ate a really horrible meal, then I had a lot more time. So I was sitting on different benches and stuff. And then I remember that they had a pool that was drained that had just a bunch of mud at the bottom of the pool. But there was like those, those chairs out there that you could lay on. Okay. Like those white plastic chairs. And each one had a blue, like a long blue, um, blue padding on it. Right. But they were all like covered in like, it looked like they were covered in like dog shit or something. But right next to those chairs, I saw a plastic bag full of clean blue um, padding uh, cushions. So I had this thing perfectly set up. And, and keep in mind, I was limping, so I couldn't like, you know how, like, you said, you sit down on a chair, you could like delicately sit down. If you can't yeah. put, if you can't put weight on your foot, all your weight goes down onto the chair, right?
0: So I had two. Just, just to clarify, you're still at the hotel. You're, you're checked out of your room now, but now you're just like loitering around. Yeah, the- yeah I've,
1: I've been loitering for hours. I've already been loitering for three hours. Now okay. I'm outside by the pool. Okay. And the pool was closed, by the way, because it had no water and just mud. So I snuck <laughs> outside. I found a bag of these of the, of the uh, cushions. I put two cushions on. I was so excited. And when I went to sit down on, on this long chair, the whole thing exploded. Like I, I I broke the chair, I broke the plastic chair, like the whole thing like exploded
0: was it was anybody out
1: there no it was closed I, I do not even know how I got out there like it was the one door was locked, and I found an open door. you know you're like such an inconvenience to like the workers like the one guy who has to like check
0: everything like nervous confident and then I just like saw there's one weird guy laying inside the pool yeah the the, the drain full with the mud. He's laying on some broken chair. He's going through all the bags of the new cushions we're gonna put on tomorrow. Like, how do I? How do you, you know? What, what are the and it's like you don't want to like is the guy crazy. I don't want to see he's like limping around the chair.
1: I mean the thing, the thing when I say it exploded, I'm not joking. Like every piece of the plastic went everywhere. Like it wasn't. It, picture picture.
0: I know you threw yourself on it too, right? Yeah, because I couldn't. Jump, yeah, I didn't. I didn't gently sit down no, because because
1: my foot is injured, so I couldn't Please, like wait, delicately. Wait, wait.
2: Sit. Wait, did you sit on that thing like it? You know, the movie "No Holds Bard when Hulk Hogan jumps on the bed with the and he like leg drops it, and the whole thing breaks. Oh
1: yeah,
2: the here is what I can compare it to. Like, if you ever see like
1: if you ever see like the Hardy Boys, like do do a leg drop through a table from the top rope, and it, it, like just pieces of wood go everywhere. That that's I am not I am not like like lying about. I am not joking. Every piece sure. of plastic exploded. And so then I'm laying on the ground, I had dirt all over my arm. Cause, cause the way I, so, like, so, I, so I'm on the ground in dirt. And then I just got up, like wiped my arm off, and like ran out, and I just left like just it's not like I'm gonna clean up that plastic. I don't know what to do with it. No. So I destroyed. so I destroyed one of their oh, Che lounges.
2: What a great what a that, great guest. That's that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think it, they, all,
0: they all applauded. Like, everyone is like the security room, mail all applauded when
1: you Oh, there there has to be a video of that, right? That's going to go viral? Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. It has to. Like, it has to be the funniest video ever. <laughs> like, you see me, I was so. I mean. It says it's it's crippled lunatic explode plastic
0: chair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, slob, slob destroys chair.
2: And, and it was, I would love to see that. I
1: would love to see the video because I was so happy setting up the chair, like all that all that build up to how happy I was. Because it was it was somewhere that I could put my foot up. Like I was looking for a comfortable place to sit. This is ridiculous. And you know what's funny too? Oh I, I I just remember this too. While I was like, I I had my I had on like flip flops. So I had my foot up on my luggage while I was sitting on this wooden chair in the lobby. Man. While I was sitting there, there was a guy in a wheelchair sitting across from me sitting on a chair, and then I saw a guy with one of those um, prosthetic legs walking. Oh, geez. Like, I saw a prosthetic leg and a wheelchair guy were both moving around better than me with my, with my like, you know, gimp foot. I don't even know what kind of injury I have, like an Achilles ankle injury. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah, so that, that was my uh that was the most embarrassing part of the trip. <laughs> you, are, are you guys fans of Elon Musk?
2: Hold on, hold on. When you sat on when you sat on the chair and it all broke, were you sitting on the floor?
1: Oh yeah, the whole the whole I'm telling you, Basically the whole thing exploded. <laughs> there wasn't even like I'm not even like exaggerating. There was like, it, it looked like, I'm trying to compare it to something, like if you took a, um if you if you, if you took like a, a glass box and took like a huge <laughs> sledgehammer and smashed it, like that's, that's the way it exploded. <laughs> oh, that's good. Very good. I, I did, I broke, I told, when we had Ryan, uh, when I had Ryan on a few weeks ago, I told him at that Airbnb I broke the toilet seat because I slammed it down too hard. So I've been, I've been breaking a lot of things lately. <laughs> Too much torque. <laughs> um, but anyways, so you don't like Elon Musk, Sam? Not. I mean, I'm not.
0: I'm not a huge fan. I mean, he, I don't know. He seems there's something odd about him. I can't put a finger
1: on it. Well, you'll like this though, because I know. Don't you hate like work meetings and stuff? Of course. So he sent out. So he sent out this <laughs> um, this memo to his employees. Seven tips on how to be more productive. He said, large format meetings are a waste of people's time. Excessive meetings are the blight of big companies and almost always get worse over time. Please get rid of all large meetings unless you're certain they're providing value to the whole audience, in which case, keep them very short.
0: I I do like that. I do like that. Okay, tip
1: tip number two meetings should be infrequent unless a matter is urgent. Also, get rid of frequent meetings. Unless you're dealing with an extremely urgent matter, meetings frequently should drop rapidly once the urgent matter is resolved. (laughs) Which is true? Like who who <laughs> needs meetings all the time? Um, That's
2: a good idea.
1: Okay, and th- this is great too. If you don't need to be in a meeting, leave. Walk out of a meeting or drop off a call as soon as it's obvious you aren't adding value. It's not rude to leave. It's rude to make somebody stay and waste their time. I agree. I like this one too. A- avoid confuse. Avoid confusing jargon. Don't use acronyms or nonsense words for objects, software, oh, or processes of Tesla. I, I, I
0: that. That's a pet peeve of mine. I tell people that. That's the type peeve of mine. In general,
1: anything it. that requires an explanation inhibits communication. We don't want people to have to memorize a glossary just to function a Tesla. You don't like that, Sam, when people use big words?
0: No, I mean, I, I agree that I sometimes... No, I, I, that, that's not what I said. I said that when people use unnecessary jargon... Yeah. ...that... It's not relatable to whatever the matter at hand is. You should be clear and precise to
1: everyone. Like, if you're trying to explain something, everyone should be able to understand
0: it. Because sometimes I'll look up words and stuff. whatever Whatever you're talking about, everyone in the room, you should be able to explain it to the lowest. To the person with the least amount of knowledge of what the product is or the topic is, you should use those words to describe it.
1: No one should have to Google a word that you said if you're trying to explain something. Don't let hierarchical structures make things less efficient. Communication should travel via the shortest path necessary to get the job done, not through the chain of command. Any manager who attempts to enforce chain of command communication will soon find themselves working somewhere else. Gee, I, I love that he's making the, like the higher ups. He, he's not giving them the power that they think they have. Like they, these, these middle oh, management people, they, they take this, this fake power that they don't really have and they try to enforce it on people. If you need to get in touch with someone, no, do I, so directly. A major source of issues is poor communication between departments. So he's saying just, you know, not all that bullshit. You don't have to go through 10 people. I
0: like, I like people. a lot more now after hearing this.
1: Don't waste time following silly rules. In general, always pick common sense as your guide. If following a company's rule is obviously ridiculous in a particular situation, such as that, that it would make for a great Dilbert cartoon, then the rules should change.
0: So this he's is saying. greatest thing I've ever heard. Was this, this is a published thing he put out, or this was something that leaked?
1: This, I think it leaked. It was something he sent to his employees.
0: Wow, this is awesome.
1: I tweeted it out if anyone wants to see it. It's awesome. But that that stuff like that I makes mean, me like the guy a lot more.
0: Yeah. I like that's how he's
1: basically saying even my rules are bullshit. Like, if it doesn't make sense, you don't follow it. But what does it say? He's a guy who didn't follow rules. That's why he's so successful. Right. See, that's the thing. These people hold... These rule... Colder guys hold everyone back. Like the people who have ideas get held back.
2: What's the real, stick, real sticklers?
1: Yeah, they, they, the sticklers. With, like who? Who would love? Who loves enforcing rules? Think about those kind of people. I always go back to that Mary Maloney uh, from Rudy.
0: There's, there's people.
1: Mary, that Mary Maloney from uh, Rudy, the one who wouldn't let Rudy join the boosters. <laughs>
2: oh yeah.
1: Sorry, those are the rules. Those are the rules.
2: Very, very, quite, (laughs) quite, How does your your garden grow?
1: Rudy was drunk (laughs) trying to get laid, and he blew everything. Oh, I'm at Holy Cross right now. But I got to say, things things are going great. This is the first time in my life where things are going great. Oh, sorry, Rudy. You're going to have no access to Notre Dame now. Those are the rules. (laughs) Sam, you don't like rules, do you?
0: Not, no, I'm with Elon Musk. I, I agree with uh, those guidelines. But I you
1: think. do like you do like making me follow the rules. Like if I want to get napkins, you
0: gotta, hey, idiot! You have to have some rules in life. Okay, you can't just be a complete. You can't just like bumble around and just knock everything over. You have to have some. Rules. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like. I don't like unnecessary rules. I don't, I definitely agree about the whole chain of commanding. I don't like having to go through. 12 people or 12 processes to do something that would be much easier if I just went right to the source. But you also just can't, you know, yeah. be a whirling dervish and just just barrel your way through everything. No, I mean,
2: you have to have some rules. You can't right. just go around breaking all the rules.
0: <laughs> you can't just go around breaking I rules. Know, this is, this is, I know, it's like this stick thing that, like, I love rules. I mean, but I know you're going to go back to that. That's what you're going to try to do right now. But, I mean, the reality is, is in life, you have to have some rules. Because if you don't have any rules, you're going to have a lot of people who can't control themselves doing a lot of stupid shit. So, anarchy. Anarchy.
1: Yeah, we don't want anarchy, for sure. Common sense rules make sense. Right. But if you're in a that creative... Uh, common
0: sense. That's, that's that's the thing you have to take count. Uh is that everyone doesn't possess common
1: sense here's the way i'll get it if you're if you're in a creative situation you should hire creative people and let them be creative you don't want to enforce dumb rules on them I agree you want to give them the uh platform to do what they do like you hired you hire someone for a reason who's creative right
0: right but you but you also like can't shoot heroin like in the office i mean it, it's just well that, that's a that goes into the common
1: things. sense rules
0: I know, but I'm saying you have to, you do have to have some things that, are, you, I mean, there's just some things you like, you have to come to work sometimes. You have to, you know, not be drunk during the day. You know, these are things that make, they seem like common sense, but everyone doesn't have common sense. Believe me, I see these people every single day. Everyone doesn't have common sense.
1: That is true. Well, some people just shouldn't be involved in those kind of workforces.
0: Like, I'm, I, I don't even mean in work, I'm talking about in life.
1: Oh, the way they just live life.
0: I mean, just in life, and I think in general, I'd say that probably less than a third of the population possesses any sense of uh, the ability to manage themselves. I feel like most people need a lot of structure around them because they're completely incapable of not just like walking off of a cliff. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of guys who literally,
1: they literally just work. And then they just let their wife handle literally everything else.
0: I mean, I don't even mean that. I just mean, I mean that. Well, yeah, that's that's definitely a part of it too. But I just think that people don't know how to act in life in general. That's just what I what I see. But I have a friend yeah. who works
1: in like the in the medical field, and he said some of these guys come in and they don't know anything about like their medical history, anything. Like, ask the wife. Wow. Ask the wife. Really? Like, shouldn't you know? Or like those guys who don't even know how much money they have. It's like, oh, my wife yeah. handles all the money. What? Same with women who let their husband, whatever Whatever the case might be. If you have a husband or a wife, both of you should know how much money you have. It shouldn't be like, oh, that's the old lady. <laughs> the old lady knows. Yeah, well, guess what the old lady's doing? She has a side account for when, because she knows it's going to, being with a guy like you at some point is going to blow up. So the the old lady is—you uh, guarantee she has a side account that she's drafting two hundred dollars a week out of and putting into her side account for her escape route when she needs it. And believe me, she needs an escape route. When you're with a guy like that, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna be getting hammered all week. <laughs> <laughs> I work hard, but I I earn I earned it. I earned to get fucked up.
0: Oh God, it's so sad.
1: I have to get drunk every day. I earned it. <laughs> you know how hard I work? I earned it. And then she'll be like
0: you know, he honey, works. You know, honey, I work to sit in this bar <laughs> he away my, day, he away my day's pay. <laughs> oh, God.
1: I keep I keep a hundred dollars a day.
0: You're depressing me now.
1: I keep a hundred dollars a day, I give the rest of the old lady. <laughs> how much do you make a week? Uh twenty oh. two hundred, okay. So where why are you living in that shithole then? I don't know. Oh, I know is that she has hot food on the table. <laughs> all I know is that she has my chicken and potato.
0: <laughs> chicken and potato. Can
1: you imagine living like I, I couldn't imagine doing like living no. a life like that. You do some you, you first of all you have a shitty job that that, that you make you make good <laughs> money. Chicken.
0: My, my chicken let's
1: go through, let's go through how it is okay for, first of all you wake up with the worst hangover ever you just feel like complete dog shit you don't shower <laughs> you you have to have like like maxwell Maxwell house coffee or some shitty coffee or Hills brothers that that's that when you wake up you drink you drink a huge <laughs> huge like a seven eleven super big gulp version of, of coffee. You go to this job where you're working really hard, maybe ten hours a day. Then you sit in the bar and get completely <laughs> fucked up off like dollar like natural light beer. Then you that you like you literally uh, fall into your front door. You stumble home, fall into your front door. You, first of all, you first of all first of all you drive home you drive home completely wasted every night. Like a DUI could literally happen any night. You fall you fall into your house. Your wife is saying there. She opens the door as you're falling in. You sit there almost incoherent and you eat a sh- shitty chicken breast and a, potato.
0: <laughs> then, that, just a, just a raw potato.
1: Then you watch like Duck Dynasty and then you go to sleep and then you start that all the way up. You do that whole routine uh, over and gosh. over. And then on the weekends, going fishing.
0: Uh, going fishing sense. with the
1: boys. <laughs> get a, get, load up 324 packs and go fishing. And then it starts uh, over on Monday. The hangover never goes away, though. It's always.
0: That's, that's the American dream right there.
1: How do you wake up with a hangover every day?
0: Did you drink every night. <laughs> especially,
2: especially the older you get. Well,
1: that, ex- that explains it.
2: yeah Especially the older you get. The older you get, hangovers hurt.
1: But you know what, Base? I think if you're conditioned to always feeling like shit, you don't know any different, right?
2: Like if yeah, every if
1: every morning you wake up with the worst hangover, feeling like dog shit, you probably just think that's how you wake up. Yeah. Oh wait, you don't have to wake up. Where you're you're puking in your mouth. That's that's not necessary. <laughs> Bro, I got the worst cotton mouth every day when I wake up. <laughs> yeah, because you drank seventy five uh, beers last night.
0: Because
1: uh, because you and Bobby had uh, dueling shots of JMO. On guard, my brother. On guard. As they drink a shot. Let's wrap it up on this because Sam, you know how how much this angers me. The uh, the royal wedding was this week, and again, I yeah. will I will mention that it's fake royalty, absolutely no power. It's like rich people playing dress up. It's a fake monarchy.
0: It, it, yeah, pretty much it is. That's pretty much
1: it. I have no problem with Meghan Merkel or Markle I mean, it, and it, it, Harry. It's not, I
0: will say. It's- I will say this: It's not fake in the sense that that family it was at one point a true royal family, but they just—they have no official power. They have no, no capacity to. The do only power anything. they have is that they take—they
1: take money from taxpayers or whatever.
0: Exactly. Yeah, they—they they get their, their lives are subsidized for some ungodly reason. I it makes no, no sense. It
2: was a forty million dollar wedding. How much? It was a forty million dollar wow. wedding in which most of it went to the security. Yeah, Jesus, that was paid. That
0: would be guys. like us paying for like Kim Kardashian's wedding because that's really what they are now. Yeah,
1: people people had parties at four in the morning to watch that shit. Well, oh, you, you know, 20, oh, I know 20 million people watched it.
2: The Drake Hotel served a meal in which they served Princess Diana when she came to stay there, God. and that was like the party kind of tacky isn't it to serve the meal you serve the late princess yeah,
1: yeah. like first of all I, I i just don't care about these people i mean it would be like no. having a big celebration for like the kim and kanye wedding. that's how i feel about it there's just nothing there's nothing I will, to care I will about say
0: this. believe me i i love the royals as much as anybody as much as you and people who do i will say harry seems like one of the better ones that, I mean, that's fine that's i already said I, I have
1: no problem with harry or merkel whatever how about, how about her completely, how about her dad having a fake heart attack because she was embarrassed to have him walk her down the
0: aisle? Mm-hmm. Is that, is that, was that, is that what happened?
1: Yeah, he wasn't even in the hospital. They're like, oh, he had another heart attack. He had, like, two heart attacks the day before <laughs> and after, wow. and then, 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 like, the next day, he was in a car drinking Starbucks.
0: Is that right? Oh, that's
1: sad. What happened was that he did a magazine article where he was, like, getting measured for, like, a tie and stuff, and they were taking pic. They put a few pictures of him, and I guess that embarrassed the family. That embarrassed old Nazi uh, Queen uh, Elizabeth. Oh God! And because uh, wow. you know she she has like that's Nazi crazy. roots. Queen is that Elizabeth. right? Yeah, like white white supremacy roots. If you look it up, maybe I should look that up before I say it.
0: But you want to you want to be sure? of for you be verified before you. It's like it. I care.
1: There's oh. nothing could happen me for talking shit about people in another country, could it?
0: What a pretty good night.
1: Let's see, Queen Elizabeth, white power. <laughs>
2: I will say this, I bet Abe's Google history must be really fucking interesting.
0: It's <laughs> disgusting. Oh, it's gotta be great. <laughs> oh, gotta
1: be great. Uh, let's see. Uh, Which should I put, white supremacy? <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put Queen Elizabeth oh. Nazi. That
2: that should do the trick. That, that, should, that should centralize it. That, Here's a picture of her and Hitler.
0: Is there? <laughs>
2: well, I'm just, I'm, I'm just I'm anticipating you saying that. They're doing the uh, Lady of the Tramp pose with the spaghetti noodle.
1: Let's see. Oh, Ed, Edward VIII was a Nazi sympathizer looking, uh, but the Queen, let's see. Whatever. The young Queen Elizabeth as a child giving a Nazi salute. There's a picture. Okay, here we go.
2: See, I, 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 knew, I knew I wasn't
1: making this up. Uh. Yeah, there's a picture. I mean, again, she was a child, but still. Queen, uh. queen Elizabeth giving a Nazi. Let's see. The young Queen queen's Nazi salute tells another story.
0: Hey, Bates, I want you to stay out of that castle. Okay?
1: Oh, my God! She's giving, like, a crazy Nazi salute here.
0: Well, how old is she? Five? I mean, if her dad was doing it.
1: 1933, this film shows Edward VIII with young Queen Elizabeth giving the Nazi salute.
0: Well, yeah. What was she eight? Come on. I mean, you could give any eight-year-old. You could. If, if but you're whatever. Nazi, what,
1: whatever. All I'm saying is that the family has some the Nazi, Nazi... Some
0: some, so some
1: the, the family definitely has some Nazi roots. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But I just I hate I hate the royal family and I hate the people loving now it so they.
0: Much. Obviously, if they brought Meghan Markle in, they're not Nazis anymore.
1: So. Oh, I'm sure they didn't want her in. I'm sure that Harry <laughs> Harry's like. <laughs> Harry. First of all, Harry doesn't give a shit because he's never going to be the king. You have Prince Charles every day.
0: Isn't he like? is he like behind you in line?
1: He ba- honestly, he basically is. Uh, mother, yeah. what? Mother, when are you going to die already? That's Prince Charles. Mother, die, croak, bitch. When's this old bitch going to croak? How old is she? She's like a hundred, isn't she? something like that. And then Pr- Prince Charles is like eighty or something, seventy something. Let me look this up. So you know, okay. So you know, you know the order, right? So it goes, Prince. Okay, so Prince no, Charles. I don't,
0: I don't. So well, you know a lot for somebody who doesn't like the royal. Because I
1: hate them. When you when you hate something, you
0: you know that you don't know the order.
1: Well, I mean, I I I have an idea of how it's going to go. So it's Queen Elizabeth, uh, Prince Charles, who is what? Is he sixty six? Sixty nine. Okay, Prince Charles is he's sixty nine. He'll be seventy in November. Okay, he's gonna. He looks very unhealthy. He's gonna die of. At least a broken heart or something. So okay. queen, queen Elizabeth is the queen until she finally dies, which I think she... she you know they say okay. that they they, like, the pump,
0: order. The order.
1: they they pump them up with like um, HGH or something to keep them alive, like blood transfusions. Really? They probably like kill people to get the clean blood.
0: I need more blood! Right, so who else? You the, you read blood. the order? And you okay, so it's Queen Elizabeth,
1: Prince Charles.
2: It's, it's, it's the Aryan blood that they're pumping out.
1: <laughs> that clean Aryan blood. You know, if Queen Elizabeth saw base, she would just She would go down on her knees I'll tell you one second, but if she saw base, she would literally Get <laughs> on her knees and start kissing his hand Son This is my son, base All hail base All hail Sir base I'm Jewish Fuck What a disappointment when Queen Elizabeth finds out That you're Jewish I know. God, she would if she saw you walk in with like that that prince outfit on. She would love it. <laughs> okay, so anyways, it's pretty. It's, so so after Queen Elizabeth, I guarantee Prince Charles will die before her, so he'll never be the king. Okay, then it's William, third, his okay. his son William, and now William has three kids, and I also found out that the daughter could be the queen. So William's two sons and the daughter, then if they have kids, they all have the crown before Harry.
0: So what if Harry, so Harry has to wipe out that whole family
2: if he wants
1: to. Take Harry it. literally has to have the the castle explode with everyone in it for him to Harry become king.
2: Saying there's a chance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like the the, the the bastard kid that no one cares about the redhead. But
0: so, let's say if, if there was some accident and William and his whole family were on this, it would know, help him. It would help him a plane, lot if a William. Accident.
1: Yeah, it would help him a lot if William's whole family died.
0: So William family died. That paves the way for him once Charles passes away. I
1: guarantee William never lets those kids be with him anywhere. No, is that going to be? <laughs> Harry will never be president or whatever king. <laughs> I swear, I swear <laughs> on my on, on my my queen mother Elizabeth, the queen. I swear to the queen, Harry will never be king. <laughs> the queen. What
2: is
1: does king? What's her Fill my children up with elk's blood. Fill them to the brim. I'll never be in the same place as my kids ever. I guarantee he'll never be in the same room as any of his kids. Queen mother, my queen mother, kill my father too. You don't think? You don't think that William wants his father to die quick? Yeah. They all hate Prince Charles because I think they blame him for their. They, 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 you could tell they love their mother, Diana. Mm. They hate Prince Charles.
2: They oh, can't he, he wait.
0: Didn't, he didn't kill her.
1: I know, but they just hate him. You could tell. You never hear anything about. They always <laughs> tell about their mother. Yeah, Elton John saying this for my mother. This is for my mother. This is a tribute to my mother. Meanwhile, your father's alive. You could care less. They only have to act like, well, well, did like she
0: the, the one, Didn't she? Didn't they not even meet their dad until after their mom passed away? I thought, like. <laughs> Weren't the kids always with the mother? Like, they said he was doing his own thing? Oh, I don't know. He, like, showed up. He showed up when they were adults and said, Oh, yeah. Hello, like, kids! I'm your dad. Yeah. I'm your king! <laughs> bow to your king!
1: <laughs> Michael, bow! Have you, hey, you?
2: It would be the most personality he's ever shown. Harry, have you taught
1: uh, Megan how to bow yet?
2: This is Peter's hanging up. <laughs>
1: Things are a little different here in the in, in the United Kingdom, Megan. Bow, kiss my ring, Merkel. You're never gonna be the princess or the queen. Bow before me, and bow to my mother, the Queen. Show her all due respect. Where's that redhead? Where's that redhead that'll never wear the crown? Oh, Daddy. I will be king one day, Dan. Over my dead body, literally.
0: Put more security around William. William will never die. Put more security around William. Harry will never pollute our Aryan blood. Uh.
1: Harry will never have a child. Castrate him tonight.
0: Put bleach in his, in his tea. And it's funny. It's the like, court. They're not ruling anybody. Like, what does it even matter who who the king is or the queen? They have no power. Exactly. <laughs> well, they do. They do have the right
1: to like. They, they do have the right to make Rod Stewart a knight, right? Like Sir Rod Stewart. Isn't that all? Yeah. they that, That's yeah. their only yeah. power is to make rock stars sirs. That's all they. I've ever seen them do. <laughs>
0: that's, pretty much,
1: that's pretty much it. Yeah. And now Sir Paul McCartney. I
0: think the like, Rolling Stones have all been knighted like four times. Yeah. Each.
1: Sir. Rod Stewart. Thank you. We usually don't do this for Americans, but Sir Stephen Tyler. <laughs> Boy, that's some power you guys have there. Anyways, Good all right. Job. Well, <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up on that. I just want to make sure that no one ever, ever follow. Like, the next wedding, that's it. Whatever Williams, what's it, Williams' son, Charlie Bucket or whatever? This is our son Bucket. I want to be the king, Dad! The problem is that William's still young, so I guarantee William will be the king, unfortunately.
2: Oh, William's cool.
1: Yeah. Hasn't Elizabeth been the queen, like, over 50 years? <laughs> like, people have been alive and dead since she's been the queen. A lot of people.
0: Oh, sure.
1: Like, if any of us die, we'll never know another queen of England or king.
0: No. Yeah, I mean, obviously she was good with Hitler. She saw him die. I think she just... <laughs>
1: I, I literally think she's just staying alive. So like, My son will never be the king. Charles will never wear the crown. <laughs> I'll kill her. I'll kill him. I'll kill him, Grandma. All
0: right. A- A- you can tell he's watching way too much Game of Thrones. So I really don't care <laughs> to <laughs> All
1: right, gentlemen, we'll we'll holler next week. All
0: right. See you later. <laughs> Thank you, Abe. For all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.